You're listening to the God Stories Radio podcast, www.godstoriesradio.com. everyone and welcome to this special Christmas edition God Stories Radio episode 320. What is it, babe? <laughs> I left my book inside the house. <laughs> episode 322. I was just testing you, just testing you. I forgot to bring it back out. Yeah, no problem. Welcome, everybody. We are uh, with a uh, special guest tonight, Mr. Joe Ormsby in the studio with us, and we are surviving the holidays tonight. Welcome, Joe. Hey, hey, yeah, good to be here. Joe. Good to have you, brother. Are we really surviving the holidays? <laughs> I think at some point we we, we are, <laughs> if you can call it that. I'm We're trying sure. to. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's going on over there? Um, I'll start with you, uh, Tina. Um, well, today I've just been a combination of relaxing and then trying to get the house ready before Christmas. So. Well, that right there is uh, a topic for surviving the holidays. Yeah. Is uh, keeping the house clean. And we don't even have relatives coming over, praise the Lord. No, we don't. But um, I'm always shocked and dismayed at how dirt finds a way into places that I just didn't know. And then I'm also that'll equally, preach right there. That'll preach. Then I'm also equally horror, horrorized by, horrorized. you know, the bathroom. <laughs> when I go into the the kids' bathroom, and I'm like, oh, there's a reason why I don't come in here. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that uh, brings us certain sadness to the holidays. But uh, Mr. Ormsby in the studio tonight. Good to have you, sir. What is going on over there? Oh, it's been busy, but things are going well. Just uh, trying to finish the shopping. That's the the wow. big focus right now. Is do you like go at midnight or one o'clock in the morning when nobody's there? Nobody's open anymore. Oh, this that's true. Post COVID world, I used to be that guy that would go to Walmart at one o'clock in the morning when it was quiet. We but... did that one time, and we had a ball. Oh, it's great! I, I ended up getting a printer for like ten dollars or twenty dollars. It was the best one I've ever had. Yeah, I still have. Uh, gosh, all the way back. Oh, are are you talking Black Friday? Yeah, kind of. You know, the get up early thing. Yeah, I used to do that early, too. Go out, but stay out late. No, I'm thinking back to when Walmart was truly 24 hours, and you could go any night at one o'clock right? in the morning. But, but we were there. We were there before the rush, and we were watching them put out all the pallets, uh, so we could kind of peruse already what was going on over there. So that was fun. Yeah, that's a that's a word for it. I don't know that <laughs> I don't know that I find it that fun anymore. But uh, you know, just no, trying it's to craziness. You know, people getting trampled and things like that. That's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. What about you? What's new, man? I'm just working. Uh, you know, things going on at the church, and this uh, Christmas Eve, if you find yourself with nothing to do, and you want to come out and 
have a good service and see a good band. We're doing Carol of the Bells again this year. And if you were with us in uh, 2018, 2019, I think uh, such a thing, it was great. And I think you'll enjoy it. And uh, what are the times, Joe? So uh, Living Hope Church in Claremont, there's going to be, if you're if you're into the contemporary that we're talking about here, that's going to be at 9.30 in the morning and 4 p.m. in the afternoon. Right, 4 p.m. in the afternoon. And I think the traditional side, if you like more of the choir and hymns and such, they're doing 11, 11, 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. service. Correct, 11 a.m. and then 11 p.m. Uh, for the, the midnight service, if you will. So 11 ending at midnight. Yeah, something for everyone over there. Yeah, it's uh, Love to have you. It's going to be good. Uh, live streams will be happening for the 11 a.m. traditional service and then for the 4 p.m. contemporary service. So if for whatever reason you're having to work or just can't uh, can't get to an in-person service, we'll also have that option online. We'd love to have you. So uh, <clears throat> if you're going to another church, God bless you. Hope you have a uh, good service over there. But um, what we're, we're doing is surviving the holidays. So you guys in the chat, if you're uh, on Mixler right now and you follow us, you can chat with us. And we love it when you uh, put stuff in the chat and ask questions and Sometimes you teach us things. We are not uh, said experts on any one topic. We just enjoy discussing it all. So welcome, if it's your first time. We love love having you. And if you're listening after the fact, welcome. Good to have you, and Merry Christmas to you and your family. So when we think about surviving the holidays, right, you pitched yeah. this one out to me a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. it was a topic that that certainly piqued my interest, but... I think before we get into the survival portion, Tina, what what's your favorite part of the holidays? What gets you excited? Um, I'm really excited to just be with everyone. I love that feeling where I know everybody's home for the day. They're all gonna we're all gonna be together. We're all gonna share a meal together. We're gonna have that excitement of I mean, I don't have children children anymore i have adult children mm-hmm. but still there's that kid like excitedness as you watch them open their gifts um and those are the things that i really look forward to is just watching them get excited or watching my husband get excited about opening a gift you know um and just that time together where nobody has any other agenda other than to be with each other. Yeah. I got a package day. today. Do I have to put it on the tree? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. Why did I ask? <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it was always, Fritz and I used to get a real kick out of watching the three of them just go bananas for searching for a Christmas pickle on the tree. Hmm. I had a friend teach me about that little holiday tradition. I had never heard about it before, but apparently it's like a German tradition. It it is German. And they um, hide a pickle-shaped ornament, and it's called the Christmas pickle, and whoever finds that Christmas pickle is the person who gets the extra gift under the tree. Oh. Marked Christmas pickle. And they would tear that thing up. And it was just so cute to watch them laying on the floor, trying to like really getting into it, 
you know, all three of them, it, it was, it, it used to make us laugh and it was just fun, you know, to just watch them. That is fun. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I, I fear that my kids would knock the tree over. But yeah. Well, we had our, we had oh, our I concerns a couple of years. <laughs> James going for the win. Yeah. Right. I'd have to be very strategic about where that went. <laughs> not, not too hard. It needs to be pretty easy so that the tree stays up. The tree survives. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, Tina. I think I think a lot of the same for me. I, I love Christmas Day, especially mm-hmm. when everything's closed. There's mm-hmm. there's no choice but to be together. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same reason that I like taking vacations on cruise ships because you're you're just required to slow down and and be there with that you. That is yes. so true, Joe. Be fully present. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I like best. Mm-hmm. Fully present. I like that. Put yeah. the phone away for a week. Cell phone distancing. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. <clears throat> That's the real gift right there. Right. That yeah. is the one gift that COVID gave us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Was being together and getting to know your neighbors and people were walking their dogs again and out on the street and in the driveway. We're, we're definitely speaking for Florida um, in oh, that experience. Sure. Uh, sure. <laughs> just for our, our uh, international and, and interstate friends. Uh, I know that those weren't the experiences everywhere, but that was definitely a Florida experience. I would agree. Yeah. How about you, Fritz? What uh, what's the thing about the holidays that gets you get you most excited? Well, as I age, uh, I uh, find that, um, as you said, it's slowing down. It's um, the quietness and the stillness of everything being closed and no requirement to be anywhere is just sit. And whether you got a present or not, you know, just a nice hot cup of coffee. With your surrounded by your family, and it's—I'm not going to lie—it's a bit difficult for me. You know, I sure. surviving the holidays. You know, I, I had a loss, and everybody knows that that Aubrey passed a couple of years ago, or I don't think it's even been that long. But uh, you know, to still as we're together with a family, we were all processing that loss still, and but it's healthy. You know, we've. Um, She would want us to celebrate. Right. She would not want us to mope and they're like, come on, guys, you know, come on. You know, let's do this. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, this year we hen-hawed around about putting up a tree and we're just like, I want to put up a tree. I don't know. I want to put up a tree. Finally, we just went for it, put the tree up and man, haven't regretted it. We just sit and talk and look at the tree and the tree is so peaceful. Right. Other than a snow falling and everything quiet, it's peaceful. Yep. So I think that's what I enjoy most about it is, is it's peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, I love that I set us up for that, right? Because I, I baited us into doing exactly what I think most people do with the holiday season. And that's when you're asked the question, you can answer it. You, you, you have that, (laughs) that picture perfect. Why do I love the holidays? A, A good memory of, finding the pickle or slowing down, being present, peaceful. It all sounds so picturesque and Hallmark cardish, if you will. <laughs> Absolutely. But the reality is that just this morning in the middle of this beautiful season that I just got done talking about how much I enjoy and look forward to it and peace and love and joy and everything else, I had I had two kids running around that weren't <laughs> ready to go on time to school and one acting like he had never put on a pair of pants before in his life. <laughs> and I 
just snapped. I was I was short-tempered. I was irritated. And then I look over and there's this house that I cleaned up last night and it's getting messy again. And we've got people coming over on on Friday for a, a big get together that we do. And my in-laws are coming to town on Thursday and all these things individually, if you stop and say, you know, hey, what do you like about the holidays? It's every one of those things I just mentioned. But every one of those things also just add one more grain of stress, one more grain of stress, mm -hmm. one more grain of stress. And, you know, I think that all too often I, I had to send Liz a text message after she left for work this morning, everything just say, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I, I was a little short this morning and I know it's just, I'm, I'm internalizing all the things that have to happen, all the stuff. Mm -hmm. mm, and I think point. when I think about surviving the holidays, it's how do you, how do you really stay grounded through the day-to-day -day leading up to it so that it's not just six hours of peace and joy and happiness for one day, but mm -hmm. it's a season that you can enjoy. I think that's really hard because there's so many expectations labeled on the holidays. Um, and especially I would think for you having young children, you're looking at building these memories for them for the rest of their lives, you know? Um, and I used to think about that when my kids were young too. Um, but, you know, now sitting on the other end of it and looking back at those old photographs when my kids were like your your kid's age, um, I can look back and say, wow, we really had some amazing memories and some good times and there was a lot of joy. Mm -hmm. um, but I think in general, those creating those memories and those experiences, um, it does come at a cost sort of. And does it need to is a good question. Does it really need to? Do we really need all the stuff mm -hmm. that we keep buying, doing, etc.? What happens if we roll it back a little bit? Yep. It's it's hard because you know, I was just saying to you when you got here that I really miss entertaining, you know, I really miss having people come over and just sharing some good times. Um, but it's, it's hard to do that because your house has to be in order, at least in my brain, your house has to be or in order and you need to be prepared to provide things, etc. And that adds stress. Yeah. No matter what. No matter what we say, of course it adds stress, you yeah. know. Um, but I'm grateful whenever we are able to do something like that or friends of ours do something like that because it does create memories and good times and things that you can look back and say, oh, we had so much fun and wasn't that great, you know. And it strengthens friendships and it's a nice time of year to do it because you want to be around people that you love and enjoy being around. So, well, something that resonated me with me that you just said is is gratitude. We've got to focus on gratitude, and mm -hmm. better yet, you got to practice it. Mm -hmm. You got to practice gratitude. So, I think that's very important. I think self care is very important. <clears throat> I think you got to make sure you you get enough sleep. Yeah. You know, uh, I think that's very important. Make sure you brush your teeth once in a while, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Get enough sleep. Encourage somebody. Focus on gratitude. 
get enough sleep. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things that I really do try to think every day about the reason, right? Why are we doing this? What's the purpose? It's just such a materialistic world. And I think that's the other thing that I observe in so many people is the, the things and the cost of the things mm-hmm. and the feeling that you have to keep up. Mm-hmm. And if I, yeah, I listen to so many friends and thankfully Liz and I do a, a really good job of, we've got a budget. We know what that looks like. We don't overspend or indulge. But listening to so many people worry about, what am I going to get them a good enough gift? What if this person gives me something and I don't have something? And, you know, counting packages and, and all those things. And, you know, I think that's one of the other areas where, and, and there's there's no textbook answer to it. But I think when we think about surviving the holidays, you've got to really be grounded in what what's your comfort level and be at peace with the fact that somebody else is probably going to outgive you. Yeah. Your, and that's okay. Yeah. And I think that is hard. Um, I know this year I told my mom, I said, Mom, I'm not giving you anything for Christmas. Mm. You know, and I, I know that sounds horrible, but I told her, I said, I'm going to save and take you somewhere where we can spend time together. And I know she appreciates that way more than any gift I can give her. Yeah. Um, the gift of time is really the gift you know, spending time together doing something. And we've been able to do that on a couple of occasions. Um, Last year, she went on the cruise with us, Mm -hmm. um, myself and the boys. And then um, when she turned 80, I took her to Savannah, Georgia, and it was just the two of us. And she had a blast. Yeah. Yeah, She was like a different person. And she just said she felt like she was on a high because it was just her and I spending time together and it's what she craves and it's what she really truly wants at this stage of her life. Um, and really, I think when it comes down to it, it's what we all really want is just spending time mm-hmm. with those that we love. Yep. We just want to be around them. We just want to say, hey, I want your time. I want to be next to you, you know, during this this special season and, you know, I think all the time about, you know, we have no gift that's good enough for Jesus, right? But what right. did the little drummer boy bring? He brought his song, you know, and that's all God really wants from us is to just love him. Yep. And to just, you know, say, hey, God, we know that you gave us the greatest gift of all. You've made this all possible, that we have these families and we have this life and we have this roof over our head. But, you know, I just want to say thank you and I love you and I appreciate you for it. You know, and I have no gift to give you other than my time or my love, you know. So I just hope everybody during this time would be able to give God some of their time and their love because it's all that we have to give and it's all that he wants anyway. Amen to that. Yeah, and you you mentioned something there, right? Spending the the time and the time with your mother and 
you know, it's something I don't necessarily have a, a lot of firsthand experience with, but, you know, Fritz, you, you mentioned that obviously you've, you've suffered a loss that most people never even have to imagine, right? And the loss of a child. What, what advice do you have for those out there that are navigating this holiday, maybe for the first time that are going through, whether it's loss of a child or a loved one, or maybe a relationship or whatever that looks like, what's, where do you start? Well, I think first and foremost, you got to cut yourself some slack. You've got to acknowledge your feelings. You've got to allow yourself to feel the range of emotions that you're going to go through. Yeah. And you got to be around people that are, will cut you some slack. We'll give you some grace because you're going to go through a gamut of emotions. You're going to be sad. You're going to be angry. You're going to be bitter and you're going to be forgiving all in the same day, but it's okay to not be okay. Cause you got to process those things. And I think that was the biggest thing for me was I used to go out, I'd take the dogs out and I'd sit in the front yard and I'd scream at the grass. Hmm. And I just, I just scream at the top of my lungs. The neighbors probably thought I was crazy, but, uh, but that's okay. You know, that's how I, I dealt with those emotions. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is you have a choice to make at that point. You can either press into the Lord or you can run from him. So I chose to press in and the Lord comforted me. And it was funny, little things started to happen, and he would show me things. And uh, we talk about the 11-11 all the time. It, it was Aubrey's thing. <laughs> and we, we get it all the time. You know, just little things that happen. It's, it's like the Lord throwing you a little bone, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you a little story what happened on the way home because I was thinking to myself, you know, I haven't had an 11-11 in a while. You know, I haven't heard from Obs, you know, kind of thing. And... You can chuckle about that because that was her thing. So I get in my car and I've never used the telephone function in my car, you know, so you can dial the telephone or select who you want to. So I press the button on the steering wheel and up comes my contact list. And above the contact list, it says favorites. So I press favorites and when her number's in there, just her number (laughs) by itself, no other numbers. And I'm like, well, that little Dickens, she got me, you know, and and I know she had to put it in there because I don't even know how to do it. (laughs) And I thought it just read the contacts off your phone, but it doesn't. Otherwise, all my favorites would be in there. Your number would be in there. Yeah. But it was just her, just her number. Nobody else. So little things like that, I get shown along the way and and it helps me to chuckle and to process. The first year is hard though, but you've got, the first is the worst. You've got to get through Christmas and their birthday and, and you know, whether it's Mother's Day, Father's Day, or son or daughter, you've got to get through the first. They're the worst. And allow yourself to feel the way you do and and don't feel guilty about it. This too shall pass. It will heal, you know, but run to the Lord, talk to him, you know, talk up. And, uh, uh, he's, he's a big boy. He can handle it, can handle your anger and your, and your frustration and your sadness all in the same thing. So that would be my advice. Um, I could ramble on for 
half an hour more about the things that I did and stuff that happened and the story of the Ravens and things like that. It's just amazing. But I guess the is you've got to cut yourself some slack and allow yourself to feel that the way you do and, and be around folks that understand and accept you for the position that you're in. So, yeah, I think if I'm, if I'm hearing you, especially for those that might be navigating their first year of, of whatever this is, it's okay to not be okay. Amen to that, Joe. And the, I think, I think where I see people struggle the most is the, the trying to force the outward appearance of happiness or joy or whatever that looks like. And if, if that's not real, that almost hurts more, it seems like. Well, and that statement resonates with me because, you know, the second step I would, I would suggest is be good at communication. Be good at communicating your needs and in, in the space that you're in. So people, they know, say, look, it's not a good day. I'm sorry, you know, but communicate where you're at. Communicate in your space best you can. Sometimes you don't feel like talking to people, but communicate that. And I think that's very important. I mean, there were days I I, I didn't talk. Yeah. And she was good with that. She gave me that space because she understood. But be good at communication, even in your pain. You've got to tell the people that love you what's going on. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I want to welcome everybody on Mixler tonight, Mr. Robert Herman and Jazz. Jazzy's on. Hey, Jazzy. Jazzy's on tonight. Who else we got up there? If you follow us, I can tell who you are and give you a shout out. I see three people up there that I can't tell who they are. So uh, thank you. Love having you. I know um, Kevin um, was on earlier. I think maybe he's still on. But you guys that are on the chat, if you got anything to say, bring it. This is your time. We want to know how you feel and how you survive the holidays and what what is your worst and best about the holiday. We want to know. <laughs> I made Chris, or, sorry, I made Fritz watch three Christmas movies with me the other night. We all stayed night. up all night long. <laughs> Seven hours movies. of Christmas movies. <laughs> So Die Hard, Die Hard 2. <laughs> exactly. And, the series. And what? <laughs> oh, no. He got Candy the whole Cane like, Hallmark Channel type oh, of uh, movies. <clears throat> uh, he was a good sport about it. I, uh, I thought I might need counseling. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we actually watched Eddie Murphy's new one. Um, that was cute. Yeah. It except really was. for one, one particular instance. Yeah, you know? but it's... It's kind of funny to see Eddie Murphy aged. It is, isn't it's it? It's weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we watched three Christmas movies, and I think it was nice. It was nice just doing that with him. We actually had a really good time, and it was a nice way to spend a, a night indoors, just <laughs> Even laughing. Even was all and, night. You know. And that's so funny how that happened. We just kind of woke up at the same time, couldn't go back to sleep, started with one movie, and then... Then another, then another. Yeah. Mm. But those are those are the t- times you remember, you know. Those are the times you talk about, and the times that you remember, those are special. Yeah, absolutely. Robert says a real man watches what his wife wants to watch. <laughs> <clears throat> right on, Mister Herman. 
No, that's right. That's uh, it's called wisdom. <laughs> and I, I, I got a lot of gray hair, so I'm supposed to get some. Well, I'm yeah. clearly lacking it. <laughs> Liz, Joe has boundaries. Liz and I'll be in separate rooms, and she'll have <laughs> she'll have something on. I'll have something on. But uh, yeah, those those two worlds don't collide all that often. But try, try maybe, I try do. a night of, of just Christmas movies with your wife. Yeah, just just get a big and... bowl of popcorn and your favorite drinks, and just sit back and laugh. If you duct tape my mouth shut, we might make it through it. But I, <laughs> I make, I make <laughs> comments throughout it. That's and then... okay. That's okay. That's exactly what I do. You that's need to, right. you need to tell her that's all right because okay. she'll be like, "Stop it." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. <sighs> it's either that or Dollar Tree hacks. Yeah. So, yeah, he Your went for the, he opted for the movies. Dollar Tree hacks. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, I'll tell you, I, I don't know where we picked this up. It wasn't an original idea, but ever since James was probably two years old, he's eight now, we've done a good job of starting on December 1st, pulling out the Gospel of Luke. Oh, nice. And reading a chapter a night. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. There's 25 chapters in the, or 24, 24 or 25, but it's perfect, right? Mm -hmm. it, it runs right through. So every single night before bedtime, it's it's just kind of been a Christmas tradition. Mm -hmm. But every day, December 1st, we read chapter one, second chapter two, easy to keep track of. What chapter are we on? What day is it? You can check right. and see. Right. And it's been cool because it's... It, I should be better about reading my Bible regularly, but I have all the reasons that we all but we all do put in place. Sure. I'm too busy. I've got this. I've got that. Yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. Answer, all yeah. the all the nonsense as I admittedly prioritize everything that's not important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But this this month, <laughs> right for we're going on probably six years, pretty consistently. We we missed a year for sure. The year Jacob was born, mm -hmm. there was. There was no reading of of the Bible. Um, <laughs> you were just surviving, <laughs> just surviving in those moments. But it's been really cool to to reground ourselves in the gospel in this month leading up to. And this year's been even more cool because James, especially being eight, is at an age where I'm learning to slow down a little bit and to read, but then pause and ask him. You know. What do you think that meant? Mm -hmm. What what and and hearing him be able to articulate back in in his words and in his worldview, a lot of times pretty spot on. At least the gist of the message, right, mm -hmm. uh, has been has been cool. And tonight we were at Scouts and we we do Scouts at a church, and I look over and he had pulled the Bible out while we were waiting. And he was flipping through and he found Luke and he's like, dad, what day is it? And I was like, it's the, it's the 19th. And he's like, oh, okay. Oh, look, I found it. He was close. He had found chapter three, verse 19, but he mm -hmm. found a 19. I'll give him that. So I, for him. I got to teach him, Hey, the big numbers of the chapters, here's right. the verses. So he flipped and found it. Next thing I know, he's like, well, let me know when it's time to start. I'm going to go ahead and read tonight's passage. Wow. So he's sitting there all by himself <laughs> reading Luke 19 uninstructed uh, you know but those are the moments where it helps me to to reground every day in this holiday season yeah. and just slow down refocus on why we're really here yeah it's cool to see the kids coming along but that's been one of our 
one of our tricks that we've used for several years now to keep ourselves focused on Jesus through the season. That's wonderful. What but a great when idea. John rebuked, rebuked Herod, the tetrarch, because of his marriage to Herodias, his brother's wife, and all the other evil things he had done. Luke 3.19. All right. Well, that's where he started. <laughs> I, I can't even pronounce half of those words. Herodias. <laughs> Tet tetrarch. Tetrarch? Tetriarch. Tetriarch. Let's go with that. Uh, let's go with that. All right. So, yeah, fun, fun little hack out there for those of you who might be looking. It's also a good way to start picking up the Bible. And, and it, it tends to bleed for me into January a little bit. Mm -hmm. Maybe this year I'll get it all the way to February. Ooh, um, right? Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. <laughs> nice. I think it's fantastic. I mean, that's something that actually really speaks to me because I'm like, gosh, why didn't I ever do that with my family? That That's wonderful. That really is. That's powerful. It is. Yeah, it's a great idea. Um, family that does that together can get through anything together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we're able to use it in everyday life, too. You know, today the the boys came to me this afternoon and there was clearly some brotherly tension going on <laughs> but we were able to we wouldn't know anything about that not at all right <laughs> domestic violence <laughs> but we were able to to very quickly refer back to last night's chapter where the message that we were talking about was you you have to you have to be willing to forgive mm -hmm. no matter what no matter how many times and uh, you know having that biblical lesson the night before and then to be able to being able to have that practical let's re refer back to it in the moment it's just cool to see it coming to life yeah because if i'm being honest i could i need to do a better job i can do a better job of infusing god into all the moments of life not just sundays and a prayer before meals yeah i mean it's not easy because uh, especially when they grow up and they have, of course, their own ideas, their own values, et cetera. But you just hope that they come come back to everything that you taught them right. when they're young. Well, um, it says the word won't return void, babe. Absolutely. So you're planting, um, you're planting that seed and it will not return void. Yeah, and I get to see that with my oldest son. You know, he has a prayer life and a relationship with the Lord all of his own. Uh, it's a little hard, harder with the younger child because he's 20. He's at that explore age, and he's trying to figure out who he is as a person aside from what his parents told him. Sure. And so you just, you know... It's hard is all I can say. So for all those parents out there, don't stop praying for your kids. Amen. Keep praying for your kids. I always have prayed for mine. And um, it's, uh, I think God really honors those prayers too. He knows the prayers of a mama and a papa, you know, in their heart for their kids. And um, I know... <clears throat> What gets me through the thought of, you know, us having lost Aubrey is just remembering that she's with the Lord and she's in a better place 
and that we're going to see her again. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's all that we can do is just trust that God has her and that he is taking, you know, he's taking the best care of her more so than we ever could. Yep. So. She's having a good old time up there. She is. She's not in pain. Nope. No doctors. No more doctors. No more health issues. Got no. the heavenly No body. more sadness. No nope. more sadness. Oh, man. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Truly living her best life. Amen. Yeah. Do you have some final thoughts, Joe? You know, I think just the the final thoughts I'd have is it's it's an amazing season, and we started uh, we started by painting our postcard of why we love the season, and I would just encourage everybody as you go through it, set your own boundaries. Think of what you're thankful for, what's important to you, and just be confident, be bold, be convicted in in those areas. It's okay to say no to an invitation to something. Yeah, amen. It's okay to say no to another drink that if you're at my party, I'm probably trying to force on you because that's just what I do as host and and share and offer. It's okay to eat an extra serving of pie at Christmas dinner and not feel guilty about it, right? All the things that we put on our on ourselves, whether it's drinking, eating, too much time, awkward family moments, Set your boundaries, be comfortable in them, and just remember what the season's all about and keep looking to that. Amen. Uh, Joe, can you read, uh, Kevin said something up there. What's he got? Let's see. Kevin says, uh, surviving the holidays is finding those moments of peace amongst the busyness and the stress. Moments to pray, even if it's in the car traveling from place to place. A moment at church that speaks to you a kind word, a kind deed. Just keep looking for those moments during the course of your day. And Robert says, riding the wave. Oh, Robert, a Mikey reference. Remembering Mikey. Yeah, what Uh, a beautiful soul. Yeah, we were actually just thinking of Mikey. Yeah. Um, Robert, just the other day, we were talking about Mikey and how grateful we are that he was in our wedding and that we were such good friends with him and that he was a part of our lives. So for anybody uh, just tuning in, Mikey was uh, the original uh, host co-host of God stories radio who passed uh, a couple of years ago. So just, just in case the Mikey reference isn't landing for you, he was, uh, (laughs) he was the OG GSR Tuesday night. (laughs) (laughs) We used to be Thursday night. Thursday night. Tuesday <laughs> night. Oh, His no, opening I, line was, it's Thursday it's, night. Yeah. How you doing, Mikey? I'm riding the wave. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, I hope you all are riding the wave as well. Yes, indeed. And we wish you a very Merry Christmas to you and your family. I want to thank Joe for coming in the studio tonight. Yeah, and absolutely. Joining us for our Christmas special tonight. And we appreciate him. And, you know, if you're new to the channel or to uh, the show, uh, check us out, www.godstoriesradio.com. And you can actually catch up on all the the past uh, podcasts and stuff. And there's also a little button on there. If you know the Lord pricks your heart to throw a little change in the jar, we appreciate it. And for those that, that support us on a continuous basis, we 
greatly appreciate it because there is operating costs. And that's all I'll say about that. But um, go check us out. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, it's God Stories Radio Tina, all one word, God Stories Radio Tina at gmail.com. Or you can drop us a line at God Stories Radio at gmail.com. We take prayer requests. So don't hesitate to send that in. Uh, got one from a guy just the other day from way far off. I can't remember where it was, but I prayed for him immediately. So uh, I have to look him up and uh, get an update. But, yep, we take prayer requests. Don't hesitate to send them in, especially during the holidays. We would love to get them. Robert, you're right. He was the carrot cake master. (laughs) Oh, my God, yes. Unbelievable, as he would say. Unbelievable. (laughs) So... Well, we appreciate you guys sticking around. We love you and appreciate you. And we will see you after the holidays, I guess. Uh, See you next year, huh? So uh, from all of us, we wish you a very Merry Christmas. And that wraps it up for Session 321. I'm Fritz. And I'm Tina. Merry Christmas and God bless. God bless.